0: What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number 69.0. Nice. And we are playing the, much like every other JRPG that we've done, we're playing the very popular JRPG made by Rockstar Games, Red Dead Redemption. And uh, today I have with me Anthony. Yep. I'm uh,
1: I'm filling in for Matt, basically. Yeah.
0: That's the uh, I was originally supposed to be joining you and Matt but uh i him replacing him. Uh yeah, Matt unfortunately is not going to be joining us for this series. Uh he has a lot of stuff in the real world he has to do and uh we wish him the best of luck in it. Uh but he said just to carry on without him. Uh so we're going to we're going to do this uh tag team uh with <clears throat> excuse me with a uh, red dead redemption. So I know this is the year of the JRPG, which is quickly becoming the year of we play five games and that's it because they're <laughs> very long. Uh, but yeah, red dead redemption two is coming out in less than a month. In fact, uh, in 22 days, this game wow. is coming out yeah. and, uh, I'm really excited for it. Uh, and I'm re-
1: excited for horse testicles. Let's be honest. That's, I mean, that's, really that's, that's the buying, thing. Right? Everybody's
0: championing is the horse testicles. So, um, Yeah, uh, the way we start off all of our uh, first episode of a new series, we talk about our history with the game itself. Um, Red Dead Redemption was released on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 in 2010, specifically May 18th of 2010, Uh, and it was a big one. That was the next big rock star game, uh, and everybody and their brother knew about it, Um. My history with it, uh, I, as I always do with pretty much every Rockstar game, I fall into the zeitgeist of it and fall into the hype. I was not a fan of Grand Theft Auto 4. I, in fact, I distinctly hated that game. The controls
1: in that game are weird. Like, I, I it, not to get too far off topic, but, um, kind of, I guess it'll lead into the conversation about Red Dead I, I go back to Red Dead oh, I start playing Red Dead and um, it's, uh still feels very modern and the controls in GTA 4 are very odd um, so I, I totally understand that I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with you there I'm not a
0: fan yeah, to be honest with you, I'm not the biggest fan of Grand Theft Auto. Like, I Oh, five is so good though. I couldn't get along with Five either. I I, I think it's because I didn't like any of these characters. I liked yes, sir. I liked Michael okay. Um, but Trevor was just shock value value to be shock value. Oh, see, I like that. See, I I just didn't like he. He he just got on my nerves more than anything. uh, Oh, okay. I I like, and then I
1: liked Franklin. I like the fact that Franklin's like, all right, whatever. Franklin was the
0: straight man. You know, it it was, it was, yeah, I mean, and I get it. And a lot of people still love that game. It's still one of the highest selling games every month, which is insane. Um, I think that might, depending on, uh, I guess it's a couple months before, uh, online comes out, but Red Dead 2 might push that off. That's true. Um, but, uh, as far as history, I mean, I've played pretty much every Rockstar game that's ever came out. Um, including Red Dead Revolver, which is not a prequel to this. Or Red- really related, really. I don't think it's even related. I know that Red.
1: I know that Red has been referenced in. in he's in Red Dead Redemption Online. Okay, know that, um, but uh, I mean the the history of that is that it was originally being made for Capcom as a gun smoke game, right? And uh, they canceled it only for Rockstar to kind of do something that I don't think Rockstar really does anymore, and save and buy a property from someone. And basically, they changed it to Red Dead Revolver. And then, um, I don't think it did extremely well. I don't recall it doing extremely well. It's mm-hmm. not like you can go into stores and find copies of it it's still, like, a lot, like, in used game stores, because it's just not, it wasn't ever a popular game. It's not very expensive. No. It's just not huge. Um,
0: And, I mean, you can buy it digitally now. Yeah. I found a copy actually recently uh, at a second-hand store for $16. Yeah, That's about right. And it was a PS2 copy. And I was like, nah, I'm good. All I remember is that
1: the the game was very uh, arcade style. Yeah. And um, there was a part of that game that takes place on top of a train. And
0: it was not fun, and that's when I stopped playing. That's, that's where a lot of people stop. That is the worst part of that game. In fact, I will, oh, well. I will say straight up, I don't think Red Dead Revolver is a very good game. But and uh, the, I think, speaking of this
1: game's title, I want to say that Redemption is sort of a pun, even though it has to do with the game itself. I, I, I feel like that's sort of a, a joke on the fact that revolver wasn't great so this was the redemption game
0: yeah that's that's probably correct i I like but like i said my history i fell right down that rabbit hole i picked it up day one and enjoyed the living crap out of it i i really really enjoyed that game i played it on 360 uh back then and um In fact, I think I streamed some of this. So this came out in 2010. I was still living with my roommates at the time. And we used to do a live stream. uh, Back before live stream became a standard thing where people make money. And we were on Justin TV back then. And, uh, yeah, we live streamed a lot of this game. In fact, I'm pretty sure you can still find some of our old clips of us just messing around in Red Dead. Uh, But, yeah, we... We fell in love with this game. I, I absolutely loved it, and I thought it was fantastic. Um, and then later on, uh, the the DLC came out, the Undead Nightmare, and that was even better. Undead Nightmare is one of the best downloadable content add-ons that's ever been made. And I'm not saying that lightly. It's fantastic. Um yeah, that's that's pretty much my history with it. Currently, right now, I own it again. So I bought it on 360, played the DLC on 360, and then uh, I found it really cheap. I, I, it might have been even after the PS4 had came out. I bought the Game of the Year Edition on PS3, and that's where I'm playing it right now, is on PlayStation 3. Okay. So what about your history, Anthony? Uh,
1: so my history was... I didn't. Uh, I didn't play this game. This is the first time I'm technically playing, and I did watch my father play it. Um, I can't recall if I got him Red Dead as a gift. I know I definitely got him Undead Nightmare as a gift um, because I bought uh, Undead Nightmare the same time I bought Bullet Storm for PS3. <laughs> um, but uh, I uh, I did like what the game uh looked like and everything, um, but I, I just didn't have interest in, in playing it at the time. Um I don't know, maybe it was just that Cowboys at that time was not interesting to me. I just started college, um so that might have been part of it too. I'm not really sure why I didn't try this game, but uh my dad was hardcore into Red Dead Redemption. Um, he played on PS3. Uh, I already, so I technically have a, like had a copy for PS3, um, of that in Undead Nightmare. Uh, but I, for this, I'm playing on, uh, Xbox One through a 360 copy because I picked up the game of the year edition in the Xbox One case. So the reissues that you can find in like Walmarts and everything mm-hmm. for 15 bucks out of the UB games. So brand new copy for $15. I couldn't say no, uh, I don't know if that means that the... I don't know if the One gives it a little bit of a boost as well.
0: I think it does. Um, well, I think they did up the resolution for it, didn't they? Uh,
1: I know that they did stuff for... One, I think they did stuff for Xbox One X. I don't think the Xbox One necessarily got it, but uh, looking at screenshots of this game online, uh, either they're extremely old and poorly taken screenshots or the PS3 copy and the original 360... Uh-huh. Uh, produce a terrible image quality because it's pretty crisp on my Xbox One.
0: It's slightly rough. Um, I, it's, it only plays on 720p on PS3, so like my television, it, it pops up 720p. So it's it's a little rough around the edges. I still think it looks pretty good. Is it muddy looking? Yeah. At all? It's a little muddy looking.
1: It's not, that, it's not muddy looking on the Xbox One. Okay. It is a nice looking game. It looks... It it looks like a 360 game. As I would say people remember it. Um because if you return to some three sixty games, they are rough, rough, rough looking. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty this is this is held up pretty well. Um the only time I really kind of noticed issues um visually was the character models. Mm-hmm. Um some of the character models are uh whew uh their faces are odd and stuff and which is weird because i find gtas look good still but like character faces almost look flat in times um except for uh john marston john marston always looks really good the hair is obviously like old style of hair
0: yeah
1: um in video games but um yeah some of the character faces are really bad
0: yeah <clears throat> So yeah, um, your first time playing. Um, you've obviously seen gameplay of it before. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? Did it play as you expected?
1: Um. So, it, it, as I kind of mentioned, this game controls pretty mo- like has a lot of modern sensibilities for something being close to a decade old, right? Yeah. Um. There are a few elements where I go, "Wow, that's a remnant of." gta 3 like classic gta that is a uh, i I, and i unfortunately should have wrote well you know what i know what it was it was like sleeping in um like going to sleep to save yeah going into a safe house to save um some of the uh mechanics of getting on and off a horse felt um like old gta getting in the off getting in and out of cars and everything um But then, excuse me, you can um, you can shoot almost like 360 around your horse and it does it so very easily and that's something that I still don't see in a lot of games is like how easy it is to have a moving vehicle of some sort and to control that as well as aiming. It's It's a weird like dichotomy of like, oh that's very old and like aged, and I would never want to go back to that. But then there's stuff that seems like people still aren't nailing. It just sounds like a. It's basically a Rockstar sort of issue of like Rockstar is so ahead of the curve sometimes, and then other times it's a lot of the old stuff that they do. Um, I also kind of remember in, another game that I had uh, hadn't played until I think maybe two years ago was Bully and There's a bit of that bu- the mechanics of bully in year 2 with the time of day affecting what you can and can't do. Um so I I was I was really enjoying the, uh that aspect of it as well. Um but uh, yeah, I I'm I'm very impressed with this game so far.
0: Drew. No, oh, sorry. I had my mic oh. muted. <laughs> My bad. I was talking and nothing was happening. So
1: Yeah, well, I was like uh yeah, I don't know where to go with the conversation, but yeah. I feel like I'm talking to myself there. Well
0: no, I was I was saying that it feels kinda of how I remember. It's been a long time since I actually played Red Dead Redemption. Um I would say probably twenty eleven was the last time I actually touched the game. And uh yeah, it's it's exactly how I remember it. Um, and it feels pretty good to me. Like, um, There's a few jankiness when it comes to like animations and stuff like that, but that's an open-world game for ya, you. Know. Yeah,
1: there was um, – uh, in fact, the last mission, I believe uh, – no, the, there was a mission with Seth where I was noticing that his hat was sometimes on his head and sometimes just gone. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird because it was like – he duck down his hat's gone he'd come back up he's got a hat again and i'm like <laughs> is he supposed to have a hat or not um
0: he's a wizard
1: <laughs> <laughs> um the uh yeah it was a gentle ride with friends um which has Seth in the back of a carriage dumping out dead bodies right uh, and every time he'd go down to start searching a body his hat's gone mm. and i was like that's Kind of jarring, and I know I'm not supposed to be looking at him, but at the same time, he's right on the back of the coach. So, um, and it's funny because, like, early on, I, I really noted, like, stuff of, like, John Marston is a great character, yeah? Like, instantaneous, like, you can tell, like, they've written him well, but then all of the dialogue is written extremely well, yeah? Um, and uh, before they kind of announced anything, um, more, I, I really haven't. Other than some like small things that have come to like light on Twitter. I haven't really looked into Red Dead Redemption 2. so I was curious to know how big of a role Bill Williamson will play.
0: But it appears that he's going to be in Red Dead 2. Yeah. It takes place <clears throat> I think what, uh, ten years before? Or maybe maybe even longer than that. Uh it's a basically a prequel to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And you play as the 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 Dutch gang, uh, and I figured you'd be playing as Dutch, but you're not. Um, so I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I haven't looked into the story much for Red Dead Two, and yeah, I'm
1: not. I, I'd rather leave it a
0: whole yeah. secret. Yeah, uh, I, I had, I did see the cutscene that had John Marston there. He looked like he was really young, and his scars were fresh. So it was, uh. So we get a little nod there. I wonder, I wonder if they got the same guy.
1: Well, I'd send you that article, uh, which I'm just looking up to. to, uh, So Polygon, which I'd never tell anyone to go read, um, except for this particular um, article. It's called uh, What Happened to John Marston? And it's a story about the actor behind the voice of... And I think the mocap he of did do the mo-cap. John Marst- yeah. Marston. And uh, it's an amazing read. Uh, basically a guy who sort of quit acting after John Marston. Like, his credits kind of end there. So um, it's kind of a wonderful story. And um, I'd suggest everybody go reading that because that's honestly the most I'd ever kind of dug into Red Dead Redemption was. That article came up and I'd obviously... watched and listened to him act um, as through this digital character. So I uh, read that article back when it came out, which was 2013. So, you know, it, it's a, uh, he really, he's so good and it's sort of disappointing because now of course with the uh, two gentlemen, um, the guy that played Michael and the guy that played Trevor They've had acting roles. Yeah. I know for sure both of them have had acting roles since GTA 5. And I'm wondering if the climate was just different at that time. That this guy wasn't just immediately offered well, positions if, and other things.
0: If you remember the controversy with Grand Theft Auto 4, which came yes. before that, the guy we who played kept, Nico, yeah. yeah, He didn't realize that he was in a video game that was going to be selling millions and millions of copies. And they only paid him a set amount and it was pretty low. So he wanted to go and sue Rockstar, saying that they basically lied to him, or didn't give him the whole truth, when it came to how much revenue they were going to be making from Grand Theft Auto 4.
1: Which is weird, because I'm pretty sure most voice actors don't get any information on who they're playing, generally. Um, Unless it's obvious that you're playing, like, say, Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like... I don't think they give you a lot of information, and there's a reason why. And I can't remember what sp- specific GTA did. I want to say Vice City. There is a reason why they sort of stopped working with celebrities, is because all these people were like, "Well, where's my sort of um, oh god, what's the word um, residuals?" Yeah. Because they had done all this voice acting work and they weren't making money off of it anymore. Yet, Rockstar, if they wanted to, could say like Ray Liotta in GTA Vice City.
0: Yeah, they. they I think they, um, they stopped so, after um um San Andreas because they had Samuel Jackson in San Andreas.
1: Right, I think it might have actually been Samuel L. Jackson where they were just he was like, so wait, like that was it? Um, so they kind of stopped doing that. Now they do they still have people come in and do cameos like I believe it was after San Andreas that Phil Collins was in GTA Vice City Stories on PSP playing himself. Right. Um but you know that was kind of what happened. So you have all these nobodies but then you get an amazing performance um, like the gentleman who plays John Marston and then you kind of never heard about them again and um, I don't. I bet the whole thing with uh, the the actor that played Nico definitely did hurt um, this gentleman's chances. But at the same time, like now we have GTA V sort of saying like this could be a career booster as well, yeah. for, specifically for the guy who plays Trevor Stephen
0: Ogg, I believe his yeah. name. Yeah, he got a yeah. pretty big reoccurring role on The Walking Dead. In Dead. Yeah. Um the tv it, show. it also yeah.
1: it also helps when you look just like the character
0: you're playing i'm pretty sure they mocapped him and then just said we're just going to use your face well michael looks like michael Michael too. looks like michael yeah so, so- I, you know that's that's you know i i think um the, the only thing i can tell the guy who played nico i don't even know what his name is um do your research before you accept a gig Plus,
1: you don't get any information right
0: like they they come and tell you to play a character well, yeah but i mean they take the they could easily, he could easily have said okay i'm doing something for rockstar games it's a no
1: they game. might he might not have even known that <sighs> that's how that's how that's how secretive i've heard uh some of this stuff can be i mean if, um, if that's the case then like you might difference. go in to read for you might go in and read for say um i know you're a fan mass effect um but you might not know you're in Mass Effect. So unless there's a unless you play Mass Effect and there's a specific giveaway, like if they told you like you're playing, like the only people that might have known that they were in Mass Effect were the people playing Commander Shepard. That might have been it because, I, oh, um, I mean bigger stars. That, that that's not true. That's a hard one, but um. But, like, all the little side parts, all the little, like, alien characters that you might talk to, they might not know what they're in. Because it's just a smaller role. But they do that for big roles, too. Um, again, you might only know that you're playing Spider-Man is if you say, I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's a, weird, it's a weird gig system, apparently, that they only find out once the project's over. So, I, I, I kind of feel bad for the guy that played Nico. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know what he was told. Yeah. yeah, you right? never know. So, but this... Anyways, this, this gentleman's fantastic. As, as is the person that plays Bonnie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I really like that character. Um, it's weird, because a lot of people... Not to get political, I suppose. But uh, a lot of people always complain about the female role in GTA. And yet, Bonnie... Um, in a in a world uh, very very sexist at the time right like the, t- the time frame when this is supposed to be taking place um is extremely strong character right off like she's the one that saves you she's the one that helps you start up again she's running her own farm she's running her own farm and she races you and she goes out hunting with you like there there's a lot to that character immediately and um it's it's kind of surprising that like Rockstar wrote a female character like that because even Bully doesn't have anybody like that in terms mm-hmm. of women. So um, I was like I, I I was really surprised at that. Um, but how fast that you get connected to these characters? Yeah, they don't have to go into a long backstory of who these people are. They don't even really tell you. They just kind of like here's the character. Then they sort of dole out little past stuff
0: a lot of expositions done while you're riding your horse to a place. Thank God. Yeah, that's that's the thing is is they do a really good job of just saying, okay, well we have a we have a good 3 to 4 minute span where we're just riding a horse. Why don't we fill this with some exposition or some comedy or whatever, you know, it's and they they do a really good job of that. And they did it in GTA 4, but it was very minor. In this game and in GTA 5, you're going to fail missions, right? And you hate hearing the exact same dialogue every time you have to go and travel somewhere. They start changing the dialogue. You have different conversations, even if you failed the same. You're doing the exact same thing when you failed the mission. And they've <sighs> done a great job with that.
1: I wouldn't know because I didn't fail any missions in Red Dead. I did die Listen a couple you, times. you, Badass. No, it wasn't that. I I just never – I I died usually when I was out in the wilderness. And um, one of them was like from a – I don't know. Is it Bobcat? What are they calling them? Uh, Lynx? A puma? Cougar. Cougar, thank
0: you, Um, which wrecked me. I have to show you a picture because there is an amazing picture of Red Dead Redemption cougars, and I will show you that after the show. And in fact, I will probably tweet it out on the ZTGD Phoenix Down Twitter account because it is a fantastic picture that makes me laugh every time I see it. But yeah, uh, so um, speaking of John Marston and the guy behind The Voice and all this other stuff, we need to talk about John Marston himself. So we take on the role of John Marston. Uh, this game is set in 1911. A lot of people don't know that. They don't get that until a little bit later on uh, because they actually mentioned the year a little bit later on. But in the beginning, you think, oh, this is like, you know, Wild West 1800s. But it's actually not. It's 1911. It's actually the beginning of the Industrial, well, the Industrial Revolution happened a little earlier. But in the United States, we're starting to see electricity and more advanced technology. And the way of the cowboy and the way of the outlaws is kind of coming to an end. It's still there and it's still resisting. And it's according to this world, uh, the government's trying to tie up all those loose ends. So that's where we get John Marston. John Marston, uh we are introduced to him by him being escorted by a couple of guys in bowler hats. Looks like some city folk, as they like to call them. And, uh, he gets on a train headed to Armadillo, New Austin. I'm guessing New Austin is supposed to be Texas. Um, yeah. but they never really call, you know, like, you know, San Andreas is, is not really. Yeah, it's Los based Angeles. off the area of
1: San Andreas Fault. Right. So they have all the sort of, they have the desert area and, uh, the wilderness and yeah. mountains. So they've always,
0: they give it a different name, but I'm pretty sure New Austin is supposed to be Texas and Armadillo, uh, which is where we're headed. Uh, John is being commissioned by these two government men to uh, either capture or kill somebody who used to run in his old gang, a man by the name of Bill Williamson. Uh, to which if you don't get how funny that sounds... Bill is usually short for William, so his name is William Williamson. And if that's going off the old uh, naming convention, uh,
1: that means he's William's son. <coughs> William's son, so that's a long line of Williams.
0: Yep. I wonder if his middle name is William, too. William William Williamson.
1: I don't know. He's pretty... He's he probably doesn't have a middle name to
0: be yeah. honest yeah we've we've we have had a run in with him a couple of times uh so far in this playthrough uh so he is basically our current big bad guy uh that's the guy we have to take down and uh throughout some of the game uh you, you get it kind of early on uh john doesn't want to talk about this uh Basically, they've, they, as in the government, these, these bad men in the bowler hats, have or know the location of his wife and child, and he fears that something bad may happen to them if he doesn't do what they say. So that's why he's here. And I think he also has he wants to put this behind him he wants to be redeemed if you will uh, from all the bad things that he did while he was in this gang so uh our first mission is to go to uh was it Fort Mercer I believe so yeah go to Fort Mercer that's where the the gang is held up where Bill Williamson is and he meets up with a guy who takes him there and then leaves him and he has some dialogue with some of the guys at the fort, including Bill. And he's trying to reason with them, saying, come on, you got to come with me. He's like, nobody has to get killed, but you have to come with me. And Bill's not having any of this. So he shoots him. Uh, shoots him right in the gut. As you do.
1: Yeah. Is that not what you do when people show up? Uh, you're, like, unwanted at your door? Yeah, People you know? Yeah.
0: Those crazy, Morgan. But uh I mis I mispronounced that. <laughs> Mormons, excuse me. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, um so he gets shot and is left for dead outside of Fort Mercer. Uh it just so happens, a few hours later, um two people come riding by, one of them, which happens to be a woman named Bonnie McFarlane. And she takes him and takes her back to his her farm. Uh, the McFarland Ranch, uh, and nurses him back to health. Uh, a few days later, John wakes up and uh, is trying to get his bearings, trying to heal up a little bit, and, and decides to help out this woman on the farm. It's the least he could do for saving his life. And so we do a few odds and ends things here. We go wrangle shooting up shooting rabbits channel, and shooting coyotes. Rabbits. Yep, and uh, uh, doing a. Some uh, horse racing and stuff like that, and when I have a f-
1: question for you. Okay, on the horse race, there was a specific turn. Did your horse jump the fence there? Cause, uh, yes. Okay, good. Because I took a turn and I was like trying to turn, and the horse didn't turn, so it jumped the fence straight ahead. And I was like, ah, crap! I did beat her,
0: but nevertheless, I was like, all right, I see how that is. You can lose and still pass the mission. It's just a. I, most most of these missions earlier on are basically tutorials on how to play the game. Done it's, extremely well, yeah. Like hidden fairly well that they aren't just like this
1: is a tutorial.
0: Yeah. No. So it's it's really it's really well done, and you start getting a little bit more exposition between John and Bonnie specifically. Uh, Bonnie is such a well written character. Granted, I do have a little bit of a beef with Bonnie, and I have a little bit of a beef with most of the characters in this game. I'm, Listen, I I understand you don't like Southern people. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> I I am from the South, yeah. and Hollywood and games and everything else really pushes on that hardcore Southern accent. Now, I do declare? Yeah. Now, back in <laughs> I'm sure back in the 1800s and 1900s, people talked a little bit more like that. But sometimes it just feels way over exaggerated, and Bonnie McFarlane pushes it kind of hard.
1: Listen, I can't comp- complain uh, too much because I haven't been in that scenario, but I'm sure if they set a game in Canada, it'd just be a lot of
0: boots. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's, it's a small gripe, but I'm just like, mmm. No, it's something. It's something that uh,
1: I I wouldn't think about because it's not something I would be privy to, right? So, like, a southern accent. Like, I do hear some people that sound like that, but that's as far as I go. Like, you know what I mean? And I realize that you're from like Georgia, so that's you know. But it, it's not something I would I would notice listening. It's it's my same response when people say. uh well, the Japanese voice acting is so much better. It's like, well, I'm you're not familiar with Japanese. This could be terrible. Yeah. So, like, I'm not familiar with southern accents. So, to me, it's just, oh, somebody's doing a southern accent. But to someone else, obviously, like you, it, it could be a little much. Same with, like, British accents are fine with me. But then, you know, someone from Britain might be like, this is absolutely
0: terrible. That's true. So... Uh, yeah, uh, one of my favorite lines so far, uh, and the, the one that made me tweet out John Marston's one of the best characters ever made is, uh, we do the mission where we had to shoot some rabbits, go hunting and stuff like that. And, uh, we go back to Bonnie's house and she's like, well, you can shoot, but I bet you can't ride. And it pans over to John Marston's face and he has like this most dead pan look on his face. And he says, "I'd hate to take money from a lady, Miss." And I, you can't help but crack a smile when he says it. And it was so good and so well executed. I was like, "God, he's such a great character."
1: Yeah, he's he's. There's been a couple lines when he goes to the um, sheriff's office or uh, sheriff's station, the police station, or whatever you want to call it. It's a. It's basically a box with a a cage in the corner. <laughs> um. And uh, whenever he visits the sheriff, the back and forth with the deputy.
0: Yeah.
1: Is Eli or so, no. yeah. No, I think it's Eli. It's Jonah or Eli. Jonah. When... Jonah. It's Jonah. Yeah. Eli, I think, is the other guy. Yeah. That rides with you. Yeah, Jonah. Oh, my God. He's just so deadpan, but perfect delivery. Yeah. Because you can tell that he's he's being
0: rude and sarcastic to the guy, and the guy doesn't get it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's some ch- school children out there you could frighten. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, hardy fucking hard. <laughs> it's so good. But, uh, yeah, so, um, after helping out Bonnie a little bit, we get our bearings. We go to Armadillo. Um, we, John realizes I can't take on Fort Mercer by myself. I'm going to have to get some help. So let's go to the local law enforcement, see if they can help me out. So he goes to the marshal. Uh, the marshal there is – he's a i I would give him he's a standard good guy, but his hands are tied in many aspects.
1: Yeah, and I i think that's an interesting um, choice because most of the time they'd just be like, this is the sheriff. He's the brother of someone. This is terrible, and this is the way he's running this town, and then you'd have to take it over. And instead it's like, no, this guy wants to do
0: right, but he can't, Yeah, and then he's given shitty help. Jonah and he has and he has like forty different things going on in his own town, let alone what's in another county and he tells him he can't help him because he's in he's out of his jurisdiction he's in another county and he's like, well' you just gonna let this gang just sit up there and he's like, well, I don't like it, but as long as I stay there, I'm fine. So John realizes well I gotta have to convince this guy to help me take this guy out He's like, so let's let me help you out with some of your problems. So we have to do some missions for the marshal. Uh, Some of them are stopping cattle rustlers and stopping some dudes in the saloon that are doing some bad things, starting ruckuses. And um, we start, the game has been gritty but kind of comedic for the most part. And then you get a mission with the marshal that brings it down to the ground.
1: That's the... Are you talking the one where you ride into the camp?
0: Yeah. And you have to
1: go in. It kind of spirals down into like a center area. It's a huge, long shootout along like cliff sides. Yeah. That's, that was an amazing mission. Yeah. like That is the type of gameplay I want and it's, in other it's games. so
0: freaking good. So some would say Red Dead Redemption is too easy. And I would agree with that because all you have to do is pull the aim trigger and it locks onto a guy.
1: It locks into the middle of their chest. Uh, and that's, I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, but like people that are saying it's too easy. Like I have a comment on that. There's a line from the previous. So that's the mission. And that one is political realities. Uh, in Armadillo, and the previous line, I want to say it's the, um, I don't know who says it, but there, there's a line, and it's kind of quickly thrown out there, and uh, I, I love it so much. It's, businessmen are the new outlaws. Yeah. That is, uh, th- and that's kind of the whole point of the game, um, but that's such a good line, and it's given so early on
0: um but it'll kind of show you where this whole game is going that's Um, that's that's the there was another line given by the marshal whenever you first finish one of the first marshal missions at the end of it he says okay well i'll see you in the morning and uh see if you can help me out with these cattle rustlers and john looks at him he's like look i'm not looking to be any law man he's like neither was i yeah and i was like that's fantastic yeah, I was like, Dude, um, I didn't get into this either, but I'm trying to do the right freaking thing. So if you so, want to help me out, help me.
1: So back to the shooting mission, Um, I think it's the first time, when you're riding up, it's one of the first times that the score really kicks in, like, full force. Holy um,
0: shit, the music in this game is amazing.
1: It, it, I can't, it's one of those things, like, I love Western soundtracks. Uh The good and the bad, the ugly soundtrack, it, like, uh, I believe how you pronounce his name is Inio Morricone yeah um he's king. This is nearly on par with that stuff like it feels so perfect for the like the uh western theme um so this is like the first time while you're riding it sort of swells um this is also the first time you're kind of introduced to horse loyalty yeah um which is kind of an interesting. Thing, um, I don't know why, but I seem to get the war horse early on. I don't know if it's because I bought the game of the year edition, but I had a deed for the war horse. So yeah, I did too. I have, I have like the best horse in the
0: game. The so f- all right. <laughs> so there's a fun anecdote I have to say. Uh, it was a little bit later on. I think I was doing a mission for uh, West Dickens. Um, I pulled out my rifle, and I was shooting guys on horseback. And there was a guy who cut across in front of me, and I was oh, no. aiming and not paying attention. And as I was aiming, I pulled the trigger, and all of a sudden, I got bucked off my horse. I had accidentally pulled my gun all the way around, and when I pulled the trigger, I was aiming directly at my horse's head. Oh, no. And so I shot my horse in the head and killed it, and it flipped me off of the friggin' horse and then the guy got away, and I had to start the mission over. <laughs> Jeez. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I immediately fell off. I was like, what the hell happened? And I was like, oh, my, my horse is dead. Oh, God, I shot it in the head on accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, no. It was great.
1: Uh, I So uh, there, was, there, was a, there was a few things that bothered me about this uh, this mission in particular. It doesn't tell you how to stick to cover. I kind of had to just figure it out. Yeah. Because I was like running around, I'm like, I'm being shot, I'm pretty sure I can duck behind cover. I could, but it didn't tell me which button. Um, it tells you eventually to shoot the legs of the guy before he can get away. Yeah, they...
0: Uh, uh no. No? No, I hated
1: that. Uh, it was so hard. Um, because, obviously, legs move, and they move... In a way that they cross over each other. So if they're not, if he's if he's running away, you're shooting, you're trying to shoot, basically to the right or left side of him. Uh, you'd be it's like shooting the hand of somebody. Like it's not easy to do. And they really haven't introduced. Um, oh God, the uh, dead eye. Dead eye. So I'm just trying to shoot him in the leg. Good luck. Um, that being said, like you were saying, some people say it's too easy. I specifically. Try to get headshots to kill them instantly. So I take a little more time, and I I fire usually one shot and get the guy down, um, because nothing is more satisfying than watching their hats fly off. <laughs> oh, what a what a wonderfully like it, it, you know, it, it, there's no, it's such a satisfyingly small thing just to watch the hat of a guy be blown off because you shot him in the head. That sounds terrible now that I say it out loud, but. Um, <laughs> Like it was, you know, it's like this weirdly gratifying sort of confirmation that you did it. Yeah. Yes. Um,
0: yeah. They's, but the, uh, the mission, uh, that I thought, you know, like everything's kind of comedic, you know, a little gritty here and there. Um, but then you get hit right in the gut when you go to the farmhouse and these, these bandits. I think it was, it's not the bowler gang. What is it? It's, it's, it's one of the gangs.
1: Yeah, I can't recall.
0: Um, they have taken over this, this, um, this farm, kidnapped the women, and just basically just tore these, oh, yeah. these people. And the apart. women, yeah, and the women are yelling at you and stuff. Yeah, they're yelling at the marshal. Yeah, uh, he's like, if I, I want this guy brought down and whoever shoots and gets $50 like we don't care about the money we care about our friggin' family and they are all dead now. So and good and job
1: it, see I took that as a, a less of uh, uh we don't care about the money like w- where were you? Yeah. Like, how didn't you stop this? And
0: That was You know, like, it's, oh, one those, it's one a, of those it's one of this weird... isn't a funny game anymore. This is serious business.
1: There there's a yeah, it's weird because you know most of Rockstar's stuff even when it has a political commentary like GTA 5 has the um torture sequence but there's a there's a political commentary done with a little bit of satire and I don't feel like the game this game's humor doesn't come from satire like when they point out something it's it's a it's a comment like they are making a statement um, and I felt like this one was a statement of, like, when people don't understand that, like, and I, maybe this is wrong to say with, like, the political climate out there right now, but it's, like, when people don't, they go, like, where were the cops? Like, why didn't they stop this? Why wasn't why wasn't there someone here to stop this? And it's, like, you kind of get the reaction from, uh, the Marshall and john like you get the, the, like what what could they do you know like where they're not psychic you know they came as soon as they could um and i don't know that's a it's a pretty strong statement uh from the same people that brought you a sequence where where uh you break a guy like you hit a guy in the shin with a like r- huge wrench or whatever it is, and then waterboard him, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, this game is very um, critical of a lot of American culture and, in turn, Canadian stuff as well. Because you know, but yeah, um, yeah, that's a that is a very dark sequence, especially when you walk into the barn and the person's hanging. Yeah, and then there's someone alive in the barn still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is also the mission where I noticed uh, um, <laughs> noticed there's a lot of pop-in. Um, I don't know if it's just because I'm playing on the Xbox
0: One, but it was like, wow, there's a bit of pop-in there. Yeah. It popped in. I said, oh, that person's naked hanging there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, hey, there you go. In fact, I walked up to that person to see how
1: naked they were, and it's Weird, because they aren 't i like, I guess I was expecting the modern rock star of like, yeah, they just render a naked person hanging there, but uh it almost looked like they'd put a little bit of texture to imply that he could be wearing wearing underpants still
0: right yeah well so after after doing a few missions with the marshal, um, some pretty hardcore missions as we just talked about, uh, they mention – one of his one of his deputies' mentions. Uh, Dr. Wes Dickens, uh, who was, <laughs> he's, he is your, man, Wes Dickens is like, they hit every note known to a western. You got the marshal who wants to do good. You got the, the dumb rednecks who try to follow the marshal and think they're doing the right thing. And you got the wonderful snake oil salesman who is trying to, screw everybody out of their money and that is Mr. West Dickens. Nigel West Dickens that was his name. And and the mission name Old Swindler's Blues. Yeah. Perfect. They do such a good job with all of their stuff with him. He's he and it's it's so much fun seeing the the commentary between John and and Mr. Dickens cuz he sees John, he's like, "Hey, I could use you." And that's like, when you first start off, you have to find him. He's out in the, out in the desert and he's wounded. Uh, And
1: you have to bring
0: back, uh, him in the, uh, carriage. Yeah. And if you take too many bumps, he dies. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's rough. Um many of those escort missions are really annoying
1: it, this isn 't really an escort mission it 's just it 's one of those you can 't take too many hits or the thing ends and you have to restart yeah i uh, I luckily didn 't have to i didn 't even come close to dying, but anytime I see stuff like that, i go oh it 's one of those
0: yeah. yeah so uh yeah we take him back to town he gets healed up and now he's off to sells more of his wonderful elixir that will cure pretty much everything and give you superhuman strength and speed. And he's going to use John to help sell this stuff. He realizes John's actually a pretty good gunslinger. So he takes us to a town and wants us to, um, basically show off his elixir to people we pretend that he's some, or we're, we're just a person in the crowd. He chooses us to drink it, and uh, wants us to. He, he drops you outside of town, and you are forced to walk. Walk, walk into town like you're just some drifter
1: from the same, from the same road. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, <laughs> we, uh, we. This is where we're introduced to the Dead Eye system. Now, the Dead Eye system is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's basically a slowdown mechanic where you can target as many things as you want to. I think you can do 6, right? You can up until up until you run out of ammo. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um you can target as wherever you want. So if you're looking to get that leg shot in so you can take somebody alive, uh, that's the best way to do it.
1: But let's be honest, everybody's just aiming for the guy's dick. It's
0: fine.
1: <laughs> you want to listen, this is the best RoboCop simulator.
0: And it's so, a wild west. <laughs> god so um and then they you know and then you stop it and he just hits everything uh and it's a great mechanic and i am going to be using that a ton more throughout the game uh but yeah you have to shoot this guy's hat out of the air and then he's mad because you shot his hat Well,
1: well it starts off that um uh you have to shoot a target on the house right and the guy sees it and he's like anyone could do that how about a moving target i'll throw my hat up in the hair air so you do it and you blow holes in his hat and then he gets angry that you blew holes in his hat
0: <laughs> yep and so then he wants to um he wants to fight you so then you do another dead eye should- no he you don't you fight him like fist fisticuffs yeah, yeah you fisticuff him first beat him up and then he pulls out a gun And that's when you can dead eye and shoot the gun out of his hand's
1: hand. That is the best feeling. Yeah. Other than shooting hats off of guys. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you can do that without using dead eye and and just, you're like, yeah, that was a pure skill, even though you definitely wasn't. The game is helps you shoot the guys (laughs) in the
0: head. (laughs) It's all skill. It's all, it's all me. Yep. So yeah. Um, and then he leaves you alone after that. Um, but, so, what we're learning is, is that John is trying to come up with a plan that will allow him to be able to take on Fort Mercer and kill Bill Williamson, or at least take him in. We got the Marshal on our side. Now we gotta figure out some other things. So there's, there's a, there, <laughs> just to give the name of that mission, because I wrote them all down.
1: Okay. Uh, the name of that mission is, you shall not give false testimony, except for profit. Except for profit, which is, and and he's yeah that he's such a good character. Um, yeah, I uh, I really appreciate the fact that John Marston is playing the Michael Jackson character from Paul McCartney's "Say Say Say" video. <laughs> God, a reference
0: for no one. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I get the reference. Oh yeah. no,
1: I'm sure everybody does, but no one's enjoying
0: it. No. But, um, uh, there
1: is a mission uh, for um, uh, sorry, I'm terrible with names for Bonnie that I need to talk about before we go on to I assume who the would be the fourth person we're going to talk about.
0: Okay,
1: that is woman and cattle, and that is that is the reason why that's when John uh, and Bonnie talk about John's past. Yes. Um, and John kind of explains what is going on. And it's this really heartfelt moment. Um, because it's kind of clear that Bonnie and him, like, I don't want to say flirt, but like they talk to each other differently than you'd have a normal conversation. Um, that they're getting close, but as friends, because, uh, John explains that he has a family then and explains kind of what happened. And, it's interesting because he never goes into full detail. He just kind of gives you a generic thing, and it's like enough that you don't need anymore. Um, but then you go herding, and I my least fun, my favorite, my least favorite mechanic in this game is herding. Yeah, it is annoying. I'm sure it's annoying in real life, but it's annoying in this. Um, if first you heard cows, and then later you heard horses, and all I wanted to do was not
0: heard anymore. Yeah. And yeah, I think one of the coolest sequences in is in that mission though, whenever the the storm comes. And That's the, the uh, horse one? Yeah, the horse one. Uh, yeah. and the mission like it's because, you know, that thunderstorm really shows off just how good that world looks. I thought it was yeah. really really cool. Um and you know it's 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 it was kind of frantic trying to get all the get all the animals back to the farm and and then some of them are running to that's a cliff. actually
1: that's actually that's actually the it's a different mission called Wild Horses and Tamed Passions, um, which you break in the horse
0: at, uh, and then um, go get some more wild horses.
1: Yeah, yeah. and that's and that's uh, yeah. Even he even wrote it again. Uh, fuck herding.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: horse herd broke up around a rock. And then it said, oh, thank God, it accepted my mediocrity as satisf- satisfactory. Because eventually the horse wasn't even near it, and it was just like, yeah, let's, you could go into the next parts, part. Um, and that's when you get introduced to Mr. McFarlane. And I guess it's kind of good that we're talking about this now, because the next part kind of leads more into the story I, overall. This kind of ends up being sort of side stuff. Right. But you get introduced to Mr. McFarlane, who runs the uh, ranch. Bonnie explains... Um, kind of the reason why she's running the farm. Um, Mr. McFarlane uh, is one of the worst-looking characters in this game. <laughs> uh, he looks like a cartoon character. He looks like he was pulled straight out of GTA 3. Um, it is jarring how bad his character model is. Um, it's really weird. It's like they, they, they cut and pasted um, parts of other games together to make this at times because like there are side characters that look better than Mr. McFarland, mm. who has a large speaking role. Yep, in comparison to others. Um, and uh, so in that mission, the one of the her- uh, one of the, the stallion breaks off, and you have to go and break in the stallion. Um, and uh, the only thing I could think of, and this I guess is a real life question is, uh, how does a horse run with such a long dick? Um, you know, I, I have questions, and I don't know if I want them answered, but I'm sure Red Dead 2 will, but, um, yeah, I just, that horse was going, and I was like, I don't know how this horse is doing this. This is just a wild horse, who's just with a bunch of females,
0: um, I'm like, goddamn! It just ran. Yeah. It was... I don't know. Like A lot of the Bonnie missions were kind of annoying to me.
1: Well, they're all the tutorial missions too,
0: right? Well, like, some of them. Generally,
1: generally, but generally they're always teaching you a new mechanic with her. Like that one's the herding one. Like they teach you the herding one and they teach you how to break in horses. Yeah. Um. You know, they teach you how to shoot, Uh, how to ride a horse. And then like the only one that you kind of do that's got a – um tutorial for anybody else is old swindlers blues when they are not old swindlers blues. Uh, the, uh, you should not give false testimonies when they
0: explain to you how to use the dead Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, you, I don't think you've done the mission yet. The major mission with Bonnie. No, I, because so, uh, you probably, are, you probably know what the name of that mission is. Uh... Because you probably looked at them. Do-do-do-do-do... A, a Tempest
1: Looms? No. The Burning? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Never mind. You yeah, haven't got yeah. there yet. So, so uh, to explain to everyone what what just happened there, um, there, this, this game doesn't have a linear structure, really. No. They all kind of... It's, it's a weird tree that branches off and comes back together, so... Um, There are these main missions that you can get to after doing any sort of path, but then the other missions still linger there. It's really odd, Um, and especially after a certain point in this game that some missions close off and stuff. It's it's a very odd structure of missions that you don't really see in games too
0: often. You're, um, you're eventually all roads. All roads are going to lead to one. It's
1: it's the it's the visible it's the visible version of like a telltale game. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, yeah. But uh, did you do any? Uh, well, before again, before we go on to the um, the lovely man Seth,
0: um, did you do any side missions? Um, I did a few. I did a couple of bounties. I haven't done any bounties. I did one um, bounty. Uh, I did play poker one time and lost my ass at it. Uh, I also did horseshoes that took way too long and I cannot control that. Um, that's about it. I think I did a okay, couple so of treasure hunts as well.
1: I did uh, I did a bunch of stranger missions. Okay. Yeah. I did a few of those. So, uh, there's a lot of cannibals.
0: Yes it's actually, like, it's actually um, all for 1911 same, it's all the same
1: group of no people. no there's ones you can just run into on the side of the road where somebody uh so i was riding along and the guy says hey over here and you can see that he's got a camp and i ride up to him and all of a sudden he pulls a gun out and i'm like no and shot him in the face he had a person bound up and like that he the guy that i cut open cut uh free he goes he was about to eat me and then there's the stranger missions that have to do with cannibals. The way that sequence ends, the last mission in that sort of chain, uh, is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's also horrible where you have to chase down a guy, you tie him up, you bring him back, and then you have the choice to just leave him there (laughs) with the cannibal. Um, yeah, there's a, it's weird, but there's a lot of references to cannibalism in this game. Um, the, there's a uh, lady in the opening sequence called Jenny. Um, right. She's the uh, missionary yes. that is next to the priest. Her side mission made me want to shoot her in the head because she's out there saying the uh, faith in God is going to save me. And John Marston's like, Miss, you need medicine. God ain't gonna save you out here. Like you need medicine, so why don't you come in with, to Armadillo and get some medicine? She's like, "No, my faith will prevail." And he goes, "All right." <laughs> and then I had medicine on me, so I handed it to her, and she's like, "Don't you see? This was God's plan all along. God made you give me this medicine." And you can just tell that John Marston's like, "Yeah, I'm done with you." <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, she was annoying. You will eventually uh, run back into her. Uh, joy. Joy, and then um, the (laughs) – so there was a side mission where uh, a guy, um, he uh, wants me to buy a ranch.
0: Yeah, buy a property, yeah.
1: Yeah, so there's nothing actually interesting there. You can steal the property or you can buy the property. It changes your um, infamy, Um, but uh, I'm doing – I'm talking to the guy, trying to figure out – I buy his ranch and he's like giving me a thing. Um spoiler I guess for this game's mission, like little hunting side thing. Mm-hmm. Uh what do you think jumps into the frame, Drew? Uh a cougar. No. A, a bear. jackalope.
0: A jackalope?
1: Yes, for anyone that doesn't know what a jackalope is, that is a rabbit with deer oh, antlers. <laughs> um and uh they're fictional creatures, obviously, for anyone Listening, but the joke is is that they are real. um they're taxidermy creatures, but uh, the the joke is that they're legendary creatures, and they made they made them in this game. and for one of the hunting side quest things, you have to kill a jackalope. They're extremely rare. Uh, like they are not rabbits are already hard to get in this game because they're hard to see in the grass. um but uh, to find one, and for it to jump into a cutscene where I cannot shoot it, drove me up the wall. So I get out of the cutscene; it's gone. Yep. I did, however, kill one. I really? found it. Yes, I found one and killed it. And I was like, "God damn! I can't." That that is just luck because I know for a fact that when my father went looking for a jackalope, could not find one. Yeah. When he was doing his, so that was a thing that happened during a side mission. I also got the first. Um, I don't know how to say it. Um, the the man. Oh yeah, the mysterious man wait, or whatever waiting, waiting at the train station. Yeah, yeah. And I know what that is. So that's a that that was that, those are those are some of the best stranger missions because they usually don't involve actually doing anything. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, there there are only a limited time that you can do those.
0: Right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about there, but, uh, yeah, so Wes Dickens says he knows a guy who can help us (laughs) get into (laughs) Fort Mercer, a man Uh, by the name of Seth, and he wants us to go find Seth, who usually hangs around the graveyard. We go find him, and he is a really, he is an ugly person. Yeah. Physically um,
1: and mentally. And mentally, yeah. Um, I describe Seth as Gollum. Yes. Uh, because he's got a lot of Gollum uh, aspects. But uh, do you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. Okay. For anybody out there, uh,
0: Cricket. Cricket. From Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, Cricket didn't act like that to begin with.
1: <laughs> Dude, but It's like eventually he does – and then more. Honestly, I looked up the voice because I'm like, is that Cricket? Because like that would be perfect if that was him. It's not, but I was like, guy's a name first David sec- Horton,
0: <sighs> something Horton.
1: But it was like I was like I honestly thought like maybe that's him.
0: No, nope, it nope. sounds like him. <laughs> but yeah, now he is a very ugly man. He's very skinny. He looks like Gollum. You're right, and uh, he is a treasure hunter slash grave robber. He's a grave robber. He's not a treasure hunter. Well, he's he keeps mm-hmm. talking about this treasure that he wants to get.
1: And he's talking about my precious. And as we climb the mountain, he talks to himself that he's going to th- kill me. But I'm just going to ignore that. Yeah.
0: So we have to do some missions with him to help him get his treasure back because it's been stolen. The map's been stolen from a from a guy, his partner. So we have to go and. <laughs> And he talks to himself the entire time you're riding with yeah. him. Yeah, sounds and, like. Would you
1: say he's like hey. nothing? <laughs> it sure, it's, sounded like you said something. Yeah, it's nah, so nah. He, he's
0: such a weird, ugly character. Uh, but he's he says that he can help us out by getting some artillery. Um, so we don't know exactly what that means just yet, but we will get there. So we have to do a few missions with him. Only like two or three. There's only like three missions with him.
1: Yeah, and I only did two of them. Um, I did the first one, which is a gentle ride with friends, which is where. Oh no, sorry. I sorry. I did the three. The first one is exhuming, <laughs> exhuming, and fa- other fine hobbies. Yeah. Uh, the second one, and that's the one.
0: Yeah, um, give me a second here. Because his mission break out his friend from the jail, and then you beat him up. Yes. Um,
1: yeah, and that's an interesting one where you learn about getting pardoned, yeah, and clearing bounty.
0: Um. Yeah. And then the one where you're throwing the bodies. The, that's the... a
1: gentle drive
0: with friends. Yeah, a gentle drive. Where he's with talking
1: friends. to himself in the back of your, your wagon, and he's dumping dead bodies out the back. Out the back he's yeah. looking. He's looking... That That's the one where the hat kept disappearing. Yeah. But um that's the one, So, he's he's searching these dead bodies for stuff. And um you, he's looking for a specific item. But then he'll keep other stuff that he finds. You don't see it. You just hear him talking about the stuff. And then he dumps the dead body out the back. And they're all kind of stuffed into one coffin to save space.
0: Yeah. It's, you know... It is what it is.
1: <laughs> oh, he's an interesting... Uh, Interesting character.
0: Yeah. Um, Eventually, uh, Snake Oil salesman, uh, Wes Dickens, gets run out of town. Uh, Some guys realize he's up to just uh, swindling people. And so they run him out of town. And uh, we have to get him out. Uh, And he tells us that uh, there's a guy that we need to talk to. A man that goes by Irish. And uh, that is basically where I stopped, was having to go meet Irish. Didn't go talk to him yet. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the beginning parts of Red Dead Redemption.
1: Yeah, and I haven't gone to that part. I did the uh, Let the be- Dead Bury the Dead as the uh, last one, which is where he now has the map, I believe. Yeah. And he knows where the treasure is. And you have to basically do this large shootout, and the treasure is a glass eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a comment. There's a little bit of back and forth where uh, basically I believe it's suggested to him, like, "Well, it's probably a treasure to somebody." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, and and it's like a it's a ghost town that you're going through. That's which... a that's a really cool town right there. Yeah, the, the ghost towns, man, there, if there's one thing I can suge- suggest to everyone, and it's like, be safe doing it, but if you have a ghost town like nearby, go and take a look at that stuff, because they got a lot of history, regardless of when it was. It, it, they're neat, just be safe, because like, obviously the construction of places haven't been kept up, but yeah, there's. Uh, it's really neat going through these western ghost towns, which there's uh, quite a few of.
0: But this one's huge. So that's where we're going to leave off. I do have two emails. Um, They both come in from Jamie. Uh, The first one came last week whenever we had to postpone the recording. And uh, it's titled UGG Westerns.
1: Hey, with that title,
0: there are some amazing Westerns I can suggest. That's true. But continue. All right, so she wrote this... I'm just going to read it how it reads. Good day, Mr. Leachman, Mr. Quinn, and Mr. Mann. Mighty fine week to be playing games, if I do say so. But if I may be perfectly frank, I have to tell you that I don't like westerns or country or anything to do with the Old West and whatnot. You see, I grew up on the prairies of Alberta. I was going to say, I was going to say, that seems odd. (laughs) And around about these parts, we know a thing or two about ranching and rodeo. I rode horses growing up. I line danced, regrettably. And the radio was always playing some sad melody in the background. Uh, The Calgary Stampede is our claim to country fame. And when I've been traveling, people have always asked if I've been to that big old rodeo when I tell him where I'm from, and the answer is no. I have not been to the stampede. In fact, I can't even abide the smell of leather on a good day, and I've often referred to country music as a cruel form of punishment. Accurate. (laughs) So you might be wondering why I decided to play this here game. I asked myself that very same question. Can't say I know the answer yet. Maybe some parts of me wants to connect with my country roots. Maybe I felt the need to shoot some bad guys. Most likely, I just wanted to send a Western style letter to your fine gentleman. That and my brother-in-law spoke highly of it and brought it over. Brought over his copy. See, I didn't have to pay for it, so I suppose giving it at least, giving it a try is the least I can do. I could give it a fair shake. Uh, not too far in the game yet, but I have to say that it looks mighty fine, even if the shooting ain't so easy. It reminds me of a little old game called Uncharted, but I won't get Oh
1: no, this plays way better than Uncharted. Thought- this actually <laughs> plays. Boom!
0: Yeah. Boom! I, yeah, I, oh, I, cast I over. man, we, man, we're, we're really pissing some people off now.
1: I don't care. Uncharted sucks. Bam! Uh,
0: so, but I won't get into that story. I did... I did get bucked off my horse at one point, and I was none too pleased. I ain't never been bucked off no horse before. I took my anger out on another horse a bit later, testing to see if I could kill one. Turns out you can. Yeah, you, can, <laughs> uh,
1: you you kill the horse, uh, bucks the guy off, um, sometimes it tramples the
0: guy, and then you go over to skin the horse. Yep. Every horse... All right, so every time I have a shootout, I kill all of the horses there, and then skin them. Uh, so I leave, like... ...richer and bloodier every time. (laughs) Uh, That made up for me getting bucked off. The voice acting ain't too bad either, and I'm hoping that it can charm me enough to look past the issues I have with aiming. Could be, I'm just not doing it right. Well, I'd love to continue on with this here letter, but I can't tell you how quite much it's killing my soul. Sincerely, Jamie. Serious, I don't know what I was thinking. P.S. I really don't like westerns, but the ultra-cheesy Quick and the Dead is my favorite. Also, Westworld is amazing, but I don't count that as a Western. No, No, it's a
1: sci-fi story with a Western coat of paint. (laughs) Um, I'd say if you don't like Westerns, there's kind of two that I'd suggest. Um, let me just make sure I have the name of the one right. Now, there's the, um, there's a 1975 Italian film called Zorro with Alain Delon, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Um, that is a that is a spaghetti western, um, but Zorro is a the main character. It is fantastic, and then there is the um, my name's nobody. Uh, let, me, let me see who's and then again uh, Terrence Hill. Terrence Hill westerns are usually funny. Um, Sergio Leone um, and Henry Fonda is in that as well, um, and then the. Terrence Hill was also in two movies. Uh, My Name is Trinity and My Name is Still Trinity. They still call me Trinity, one of the two of those. And um, those are quite good as well. They're they're humorous. Um, a lot of Western stuff I get because they're not funny. Um, so it's a lot of serious. Like I love The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Um, I think it's one of the best movies ever made, but I totally get why people might not like that. So yeah. if you don't like Westerns,
0: Give those a shot especially Zorro. Uh, that movie's so good I mean I could suggest a bunch of westerns but you're probably getting, I mean Jamie's probably gonna hate them uh, I mean the obvious one would be tombstone
1: i I always suggest uh, spaghetti westerns because they're a little bit more fun I find mm, yeah but American westerns are a little bit more like uh, dry I would be I guess the word yeah
0: that's true I like the good and bad and ugly I like uh, fistful of dollars. Uh, yep, spaghetti westerns.
1: Uh, Tombstone is dropped.
0: Tombstone. No, Tombstone's more of a serious matter.
1: Yeah, okay, nineteen ninety three, right?
0: Yeah, uh, and I would also suggest Lonesome Dove. Is... I've never heard of that one. You've never watched sure. Lonesome Dove? No. Wow, that's Robert Duvall, man. That was one of his claims to fame, besides The Godfather. But, uh yeah, I would suggest those. But, I mean, if you're not into westerns, then you're probably not going to like it. 310 to Yuma is actually a really good movie. True Grit. True Grit, another great one. Because uh, it follows the girl, which yeah. is
1: a really new take on that. Yeah. So. And she's freaking
0: amazing. And, I mean, if you're into the Tarantino stuff, Django Unchained is kind of a western. <laughs> yeah. And so is the Hateful Eight, uh, both of which are highly violent and, I think, a lot of fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's just me, though. So, uh, But, yeah, and the next email comes in from Jamie as well. And uh, this one says, I'm not using the accent this time, Speak freely. I'm not using the accent this time. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I've done a bit more in the game, and I have a few things to say. This is a good game. Let me get that out of the way, because people are going to I think... Declare, I do this declare. Is a, this is a good game. This is a mighty fine game. But there's some problems.
1: <laughs> I reckon there's some problems.
0: Uh, see here. Uh, people are going to think I'm saying it's not. I'm not saying it's not a good game. I'm saying... I still no, it's fine. Don't really God,
1: like it. It. We're going to put the words in your mouth. You're saying it's not a good game. It's fine. I, uh, I won't
0: hurt my feelings too much. I think that's a me thing, though, and not the game. Uh, there are definitely some things I like about it. I like how immersive it is. You definitely see it. You definitely seem like you are in the Old West. Uh, the voice acting is really great. Not just the main characters, but all the NPCs too. The other day I was hit by a thunderstorm and it was amazing. It was almost as if I was experiencing a real thunderstorm. There was a delay between strikes and sound. The wind was howling. It almost just stood there and enjoyed the storm. That was a great experience. I would compare it to The Witcher 3 and how great the weather is in this game. I know people don't like me comparing different generations of games, But really The Witcher was the only game I could think of that was good at capturing weather. I've gotten the hang of the aiming and switching weapons things that just comes, uh, that just come with playing and getting familiar with it. I will admit that I'm pretty damn badass when I'm shooting guys while riding my horse. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh the things that uh there are things I don't like. Uh the first thing that drives me nuts is when I can't figure out who the good guys and who the bad guys are. Uh there are times when someone is getting robbed or there are thieves around and I'm supposed to shoot the bad guys, so I do, but then it turns out one of them was the good guy. I, you couldn't tell because he literally looked exactly like the others, but I lost Oh all. visibly. I
1: was like, may I do that I think on purpose to kind of like tempt you to do the wrong thing necessarily by accident but he's going to say the mission that we were talking about about with the cannibals yeah they set it up in a way where at first you're like
0: help, oh help, this help. Guy's, yeah, yeah
1: this guy's the bad guy he's running away um because i caught him and then you bring him back and the other guy's like oh he's gonna be good fine eating and you're like oh sh- shit
0: yeah see here it's like i'm supposed to shoot the bad guy so i do uh you couldn't tell because he literally looked the same but i lost uh like 100 honor or some stupid thing a similar thing happened when i was randomly riding through the wilderness and a guy was just standing there so i hopped off my horse to see if he had a conversation option the guy doesn't say a word he gets on my horse and starts walking away okay i picked this horse out i named him navary navari i don't know N-A-V-A-R-R-E. I still don't know. <laughs> okay. I love that damn horse, and this guy is stealing him, so I shot him, and I lost honor. What the fuck? <laughs> the guy was stealing my beautiful and loyal steed. So then, the next time someone was calling for help, I hopped off to go help them. I thought I'd give them the benefit of the doubt. The Then the woman jumps on my horse, makes some comment about how gullible I am, and takes off. I shoot her uh, in the back and gain honor. I'm getting some mixed signals here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that's like there's a mission where the woman... <laughs> God, I knew it was the wrong thing as soon as it was like I did it. I didn't even have to... I'm like, this feels wrong. Yes, yeah, the, no. the woman yelling for help. No, those two. Yeah. No, um, the, it's the one where it's a side mission where you meet an old lady. She's waiting for her, her husband or the guy that's going to marry her. So you go to the bar and you talk to the musician. The musician's like, How about you help me out? You can either pay me five dollars I was like, I ain't paying me five dollars or you can go get the girl that's leaving me. i will like, go talk to her. <laughs> I went and talked to her and she's like, I ain't never coming back and like the option was like threaten her or tie her up. I'm like, Well tie her up seems like the better option here. So I did and that's like, You lost honor <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I knew that was pretty bad when I started a tire a hog tire and she started screaming for help. <laughs>
0: but i i made my decision i should just pay the guy five dollars you know that there is a trophy in this game or an achievement in this game where you hogtie somebody and put them on the railroad tracks and let the train hit them of course there is it's called dastardly (laughs) (laughs) great and i'm gonna do it oh i'm gonna do it too I'm getting a little tired of riding everywhere as realistic and pretty as the scenery is. The horseback riding is pretty cool. Uh, most games look okay, but this feels really realistic. Still. I don't know if I'm just not using fast travel properly, but getting around is a bit of a pain in the ass. And I do find that I get sidetracked often because I'm constantly getting shot at by randoms. Maybe this will change as I level up, but it's super annoying right now.
1: Uh, I I haven't had that problem. Um, I I will say that I was out in the wilderness and couldn't camp. I wanted to camp so I could fast travel. Yeah. But then it's like, this area is not good for camping. I'm like, I am standing on flat ground. What else do you need from me? Yeah. I like walk a little bit further into the flat ground. Like, this
0: area is not good for camping. I'm like, what point is this mechanic if I can't use it anywhere? Yeah. It's, it's really annoying. So, so I also feel like I have no direction in this game. I can see that there is an M for Marshall, and I can check in with him, and a B for what's-her-name. But I feel like I'm getting mini-quested to death. And some of these quests are just plain stupid. I went out to the same location three times in a row to investigate missing people just to find, <laughs> a, just to find a cannibal and not really any resolution. I mean, for someone who has actually done a quest where I had to find a frying pan for an old lady, you think I'd be okay with silly little quests? But some of these aren't even amusing; just filler or something.
1: Well, I think they're I think that are less supposed to be like quests and just
0: supposed to be like world building. Yeah, which is you know a bad excuse, but
1: yeah, is it though?
0: I mean, you like can, how you else, can else would
1: skip... you introduce? How else would you? How else would you introduce like? Oh yeah, there was cannibals and people that were like crazy. You know what I mean? Without it being like just that one guy on the side of the road yelling me down. No, that's true. You know, like this was. Oh yeah, there's people missing and no one could do anything about it. So I went out and did something about it. There's a woman that's like, I need help, uh, or I need uh, like go like go find my soon-to-be husband or whatever,
0: and like. You go and find out he's been dead for years. She's just crazy. Crazy. So here it says, I also find that I'm lacking some important information. I still don't know how to use medicine because it decided to tell me while I was in the middle of roping and hog tying a guy who was trying to shoot me. Yeah. I've had to Google that one. yet we spent ages chasing and breaking horses just so I could get some Mm -hmm. ugly Palomino stallion to replace my beautiful Navari. I've named the Palomino Stud Muffin, by the way. <laughs> I'm not sure how far, I'm not sure how far into the game I am because I don't really know if I've been following the right quests.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: I've mostly been doing stuff for the marshal, and I've met and helped out Seth and the snake oil salesman. So I think I'm doing the right things, but I've even pretty much ignoring the ranch ever since they took my horse and gave me Stud Muffin. Who rides a stallion anyway? I'm not giving up on it. I'm just not really into this game right now. Hopefully that changes. Well, thank you for those emails, Jamie. Um, I yeah. definitely agree
1: with some of those. There Especially are... the, the, the tutorials popping up at the freaking worst time. Yeah. I, like the medicine thing, you have to go into a menu to use. Yeah, Like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and... The way you're playing the game is totally fine. It's it, it, just doing missions will complete the game. It's not like you're yeah. missing out on anything. In fact, that's that's how you basically this game is supposed to be an open world game where you do whatever you want. And then when you want to progress the story, do a mission for somebody, basically.
1: And I even found that, like, as far as an open world game goes, this is pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's pretty tame. It's like, it it reminds me a lot of Bully because Bully has that open world that slowly unlocks more and more, but that the, um, the main thing is like, no, it tells you where you're supposed to go and where you're supposed to be at certain times and everything. So,
0: yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, if you'd like to send us an email, it's Drew at ZTGD.com. Uh, you can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury and Anthony is at Intersect. NTRSKT. There you go. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, but that is it for us. Um, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll be back with the more Red Dead. But until then, I don't know if you know how to do this outro, but I'm going to do it. I'm Drew. I'm Anthony. And we're out of here. You guys have a great week. And we'll be back next week with more Red Dead Redemption.
1: Woo!